Wow, that was boring. I don't feel that boring covers it. No, boring falls short. Even I was bored, and I'm a science nerd. Don't say that. I'm not ashamed. It's the computer age. Nerds are in. But they're still in, right? Welcome, welcome. It's episode 12 of Revisiting Sunnydale with Marcella and Camila. I am Camila. I am Marcella. We're going back to Sunnydale. One episode at a time, and uh, this is the season finale of yes, season one! we did it! Woo! We're finally here. We have made it through season one oh. of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's painful. Oh my god, I didn't think it was going to happen. No, it's so painful. How could 12 episodes take forever? Oh, sweet fancy Moses. Just a reminder, guys, there's going to be spoilers. Lots of them. And um, please check out our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale. And also, um, Buffy's streaming for free and junk. Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix. So make sure to check that out so you can watch along with us. If you don't already own the DVDs, obviously. Yeah. And if you go buy them. Yeah. They're cheap. Apparently, yeah. They're cheap now. Back in my day. When we were begging for them. I know. Shit was not cheap. Why well, so you can't get them and we don't? I don't understand. <laughs> It's broadcast here. Like so many years between each season, oh. it was such a struggle to finally complete the collection. <laughs> Do you remember when I got, was it the third season disc? And like the, the set was all messed up. All the discs were popped out. The yeah. things were broken. Yes. And I had to take the whole thing back. Yeah. It was, it was fucking depressing. <laughs> mm. That's why I don't buy DVDs anymore. Give me the digital code. I, I'm done. <laughs> I can't. I can't take the heartbreak of I a still, popped. I still can't. Like with the just the, owning the digital ones, I still need to feel it yeah. in my hands. I get mad when a Blu-ray doesn't come with a digital copy. <laughs> like, give it to me. Now you're becoming indignant yes. about it now. <laughs> and 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 this is even worse. Like I will get a Blu-ray that has a Blu-ray, a DVD, and a digital copy. Mm-hmm. I'll give the DVD to my mom because I don't need it. Uh-huh. I just don't. Right. And then there'll be like a a Flickster version and an iTunes version. And I'm the complete asshole that takes both. I could be like, hey, friend, you, you want the iTunes version? Or the, I'm like, no, I want it in both so that if I'm traveling and I can't get into my iTunes account, I can watch. Yeah, I'm an asshole. I've never even watched anything on Flickster. I, I have a whole ton of stuff in my Flickster account because I keep both codes. I don't share. Such a jerk face. I'm such a jerk. Such a jerk. But I, 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 it, it just, it happens sometimes where I'll be in a hotel and my iTunes library will not load for some reason, but the Flickster one will. Interesting. So, I, <laughs> yep. mm. when I'm so, bored and I need a movie. Well, you know who's not a jerk? James C. Leary. God, he's so amazing. Uh, you guys may know him, if you're not familiar with the name, as Clem. Clem. And uh, Sir Leary has been doing some pretty cool things with Geek Nation. As of late, he started to post uh, weekly or whenever he gets around to it, blog. And um, it's just kind of like, it's called Confessions of a G-List Celebrity. <laughs> and um, Give yourself some credit, man. Yeah, you're a little like, higher than a yeah, G. Yeah, he's just like poking fun at himself like that. I get that, but come on, James. Come on, you're, you're, you're better than this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's done six entries so far, and it's kind of... Um, he's just kind of talking about his struggles with alcoholism and um, his recovery. And he like he does a little, he shines the light, <laughs> lets us behind the curtain a little bit of some of the debauchery that mm. it took place oh at boy. some of his uh, earlier 
days and conventions and things of that oh, nature. Uh, but he does it in a humorous way. He also, you know, it's just, it's all out there. He's not really hiding anything except, like, he protects some names of the innocent <laughs> or nice. not so that's, innocent. That's nice. um, but, uh, yeah, so I, it's a great read. It's only, you know, like, a one page or, like, several paragraphs. It's de- it'll take, like, 10, 15 minutes out of your day. But just go, um, like, his Facebook page. He always posts in there. Or you can just go to geeknation.com and, uh, you know, check him out there. I don't know why I didn't get his autograph when we met him. I'm so mad because now I kind of want it for the wall and I'm never going to, I haven't seen him in a convention in forever. Send me your autograph, James. Please, <laughs> I need it. I need it for the wall. I know. I think we just got photo. We did. Yeah. yeah. And um, that was before they started charging people for photos with celebrities uh we were i don't know what i was thinking i there was a, like, i didn't get marina Bacarens when we were there either i took her I, picture it was but just like straight up like focus james 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 james, james marsters <laughs> that's what we're here for kennedy was there and i didn't want her autograph yeah, i still don't like, she still. could send it to me now <laughs> i'll mail it back <laughs> no thank you no thanks i'm good <laughs> not be i am being me i just uh, so yeah check out james leary's um blog on geeknation.com that's awesome um He's not, James, you were not a G-list celebrity in our hearts. No. You were A-list man. You're my favorite uh, demon with folds. <laughs> <laughs> Clem is a fantastic character. He is, and I'm He's, glad that he came yeah. back as often as he did. Uh-huh. Um, he had some of the best lines. Like, yeah. what, did he have a bugle tasting contest with? Like a taste, like, a bugle taste test. Something with Dawn and bugles, <laughs> and like I love it when he would pop up and like, hey, you know, there's like a I don't know, gun smoke <laughs> marathon on or something. I got wings. <laughs> I got wings in a marathon. Let's do this. So. And he introduced us to kitten poker. Ah, uh, yes. Such That's when good, we first met him. Such a good oh. character. So, um, yeah, and uh, we've got some unboxing. Yeah, we have the December Birch Box. Birch Box is again another monthly makeup subscription, ten bucks a month. And this month's theme is I don't know what it is. They have themes. I don't think so, but it's like like it's December. It's all wrapped up. Oh, okay. So it says, no matter how many years go by, we still get a fizz of excitement around the holidays. Blah blah blah. Merry (laughs) Christmas. So the first thing they give you is they give you ten dollars to spend for yourself. Really? Yeah, ten dollars off a thirty-five dollar. Purchase in the shop. That's cool. Which if you can buy, if you can combine it with the points, because that's why Birchbox is the best. They have Birchbox points. Okay. So every time you review an item, you get points, Ah. and after you get so many points, it turns into money, and you can end up getting free shit. Nice. It's great. So let's get into this box. First, I have a Live Color Fully from Kate Spade. It's a perfume. Mm. It actually smells pretty good. I'm not mad about it. It's the spectrum of possibilities become tantalizingly oh, nice. endless. Love colorfully, dance colorfully, dream colorfully. I like it. Yeah. It's really, I. it's light. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's not like some of them that, to me, perfume samples, them. yes, you can either taste them or it smells like old whore lady. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to smell like an old whore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't want to smell like I can taste the perfume yeah, either. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. No. So, like my Ipsy this month, my Birchbox also has a primer. I don't really? have time for these primers, people. <laughs> the, la- the Ipsy had an eyeshadow primer, and this one has a mascara primer. What? Why do I need something That's under? A lot going I do on. like this brush, though. 
That's cool. And this one is tinted, so it's brown. Okay. Isn't this just mascara? That's what I would think. So I'm not going to put a brown primer on top of a black mascara, am that I? Do I not know how makeup works? I, I don't I don't know anything about mascara. <laughs> I mean, I don't really wear makeup. I don't know why I get makeup subscription boxes, because I don't really wear makeup. I just like to get shit in the mail. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a benefit product. It's benefit they're real, tinted primer, and it's a three point... It's a three-gram bottle. It's a pretty big bottle, but I just don't understand. And it comes with this huge pamphlet. <laughs> Pamphlet's bigger than actual... Yes. Sample mascara. Bare lashes. Yeah. Tinted primer alone. Tinted primer with mascara. It's I guess I'll try it out. I wish I had one of those Barbie, giant Barbie heads. Do you remember that when you were yeah. little that you could put makeup on? Yeah. I would try it all out on the Barbie. Mm. I just... Did you ever cut your Barbie's hair and then end up with, like, regret. the military cut? Yes. <laughs> You just had to keep cutting. <laughs> Next up, we have a Kula. And these boxes have Kulas in them a lot. What? Oh, that's so, the name brand? Yeah. Kula. It's a Kula Cucumber Moisturizing Classic Sunscreen. Huh. It's an SPF 30. And it smells good, I guess. I don't know. Kula products usually do. Ugh. Oh, that's open. Yeah. It smells good. It smells like cucumbers. Yeah, it does. But guess what? It's December. Right. I don't really need <laughs> sunscreen. I'm not a snow person. I'm not going to go boarding. No. And, and even sunscreen. then, like, what, do you, what would you need it for? Just your and nose? And it's kind of, like, greasy. Is it? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be rubbing this into my hand for a oh, while here, goodness. kids. <laughs> so next up, we have Dwara Coconut Ellipi Hand and Nail Balm. It hydrates and conditions your hands, nails, and cuticles. Okay. And it smells fantastic. That might be cool. And it's for your nails, and I would actually use that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Especially um, with these winter months mm -hmm. coming. Dry Get cuticles. old lady hands. I know. And then finally, we have a Coastal Sense Style Eyes Eyeshadow Sampler. And again, I stuck my finger in this one, too. <laughs> That's pretty. I like that green. Yeah, I like the green a lot, too. So there's like a deep hunter green and a gold, uh, like glittery gold. Nice. And that was December's. They're fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm nothing, not jumping up and down. Do you use, is there ever anything that you're just like, Whoa! Oh, yeah. I've, there were two things out of the birch boxes. There was this face wash, this Peter Lumiere mm -hmm. orange face wash that I got that I bought the full size of because I loved it so much. Nice. And then there's a Le Perlier, Le Perlier mm. lotion that's amazing. That I absolutely, it's a shea butter. It's one of those lotions that you put it on, you're like, I'm going to lick my hand. <laughs> I'm just going to lick my hand now. This smells so good. I'm going to eat it. But yeah, I mean, they're, so they're $10 a month. Both the Ipsy and the Birchbox are $10 a month. You can do three, six, or 12 months, I believe. You can cancel at any time. And plus, but like with the Birch Box, you get the points mm -hmm. that you if you review stuff. Mm -hmm. So with the Birch Box, you when you you know you can turn your points into money. But then the Ipsy, you get a bag every month, right? Like you get this awesome little bag that you can put shit in. Yeah. Like I don't use I use them for TSA now. Like, nice. And I carry three or four at a time because they don't I seem to care. care. <laughs> they tell you one, but I took four last time I went somewhere. They don't care. No. See, there it is. Yeah. You get a nice little bag. Yeah. That's why I really like the Ipsy. Ipsy tends to have larger samples yeah. than Birchbox, mm -hmm. but I like them both. 
right. So give us codes, guys, so we can uh, have our fans and followers. Let them decide. Sign up for your stuff. What they like as well. And coming soon in the new year, we'll have Nerd Block, Comic-Con Box, Loot Crate. Yes. Goodies to come from December. Except they're all Star Wars. All three of them, I think, are Star Wars themed. This will be interesting to see how much different, like what the Uh crossover is or what the difference is. Yeah. Hmm. I saw the horror block yeah. for December. Was it also you Star made, Wars? No, you, no. <laughs> you made a good call. You chose wisely. You chose wisely to switch Yes. Back. Oh, well, speaking of, um, congratulations to Amanda Hausman, who won yeah. that, um, the horror, the box of horror. Let us know what you think of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please tell me, or don't tell me what you did with that Chucky doll. Yeah, and um, the Ouija board, our <sighs> mouse pad, I really hope you didn't conjure anything up accidentally. Would you make a mouse pad? You're gonna be randomly <laughs> clicking. All like, it takes is one. You're not one even gonna day. notice if something's talking to you because you're too busy working, pissing off ghosts. <laughs> no, I said hello, hello. No. Prophecy girl <sighs> is today, season one, episode twelve, the season finale. Oh, yeah, it's good, kids. Original air date. June 2nd, 1997, written by Joss Whedon, directed by Joss Whedon. Summary, Giles discovers an ancient book foretelling Buffy's death at the hands of the master. You know you're in for a good episode when it is written and directed by Joss Whedon. The second that comes up on on screen, I'm like, yes, (laughs) yeah, this is going to be good. I'm all in. I'm all in, Joss. I would say it was hard to pick an important guest star for this, but I'm going to go with Mark Metcalf because it's going to be his last. Yeah. You know. Real episode. Yeah, he hasn't. pops up yeah. in like dreams. Random. Or, you know. You're not the stupid first. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's the only only one we've yeah, got there. Yeah, he's the only. I mean, I because I, I don't want to count the annoying one again. No. This episode starts off with Xander practicing his let's date speech for Buffy on Willow. On Willow. Who, rain in your face. (laughs) Your heart is written all over your face. poor baby. And how does he not see it? He's rude. It's rude. I don't... (laughs) What I love about this episode is this episode has like the longest recap at the beginning of it. I think yeah. that we it's a finale, so they're like, you know, this season on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right? Yeah. When you when just you in case you forgot, because when you weren't falling asleep yeah. to things that really didn't matter, Ugh. these were the things that mattered. Yeah. That you were watching. Yeah. <laughs> Please take note of those. So we do. We kick off with Sander. What? At, at what point? Did Buffy even give you the slightest wink, nod, nudge? Hey, I could be. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Never. Never been. Not once. And for 16 years, Willow's been giving you the hey, hey, what's up? And you missed it. Absolutely. She's (laughs) sitting there giving it. You can practice on me some more. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for her. (sighs) Like, oh, my God, sweetie. Self-esteem. We need to. We gotta work on it. <laughs> we, we, we gotta work on it. <laughs> and and Xander says, you know, I need to get this done. Where is she? Why didn't she show up? Because she's saving the world. <laughs> she's busy. She's yeah. so preoccupied. Interesting side note. For whatever reason, the videotapes, 
that I had of these, because I taped them off of TV, mm-hmm. started with her fight in the park. I didn't have the really? whole Xander Willow thing. Yeah, it started in the park. Huh. Yeah. I don't know why. I must have come in late one day or missed it or, Maybe. you know, I, or uh, who knows. But it always started with that. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And we have Cordelia in the car making out. Apparently Mitch was not long for his relationship with her no. because this is Kyle, I believe. I think that's his name. He's a new, she's a new boy every week. It's an interesting um, scene, the way that it's shot. Yeah. Like it's like Buffy is fighting in the park at night and then we take to, we cut to Cordelia and Kyle making out in the same park in a car. In a heavily fogged up car. Yeah. And she's all, hey, what was that? It was like reminiscent of like, I guess an old monster movie. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what we were going for here. They're just kind of, it, it kind of felt weird. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of took me out of the moment for it. It's one of my favorite scenes though when Buffy stands up and that vampire's looking at her like, yeah, I'm going to kick your ass. And she pulls that stake out of the back of her shirt. <laughs> and she just kind of smiles at him because he sees it and he's like, fuck. <laughs> and this is also, like she doesn't say anything. No. Throughout Completely is, silent. Yeah, which is also an interesting take. Mm-hmm. On, on the and it, her said. scenes are in slow motion. Yeah. Cordelia's in real time and these scenes are in slow motion until she kicks him in the face. Right. And then it jumps back to regular speed. Yeah. And then we cut to Giles being panicky and... He's freaking out over this codex, which we first heard about in last week's episode. And he's got a nice cup of tea that I was noticing. And I've always, I just would like an Englishman to brew Mm -hmm. me a proper cup of tea because it always looks so delicious. Uh Much more. I want to know what the difference is. Yeah. Like, what is it they're doing that I'm doing wrong? Steeping? I I mean, I think I steep. I don't. (laughs) I have that Tavana thing. I, I've tried that. It does taste better. Because, I mean, I always see their tea looks more like coffee. Yeah. And it looks delicious. So I would. And they always talk shit on our coffee. Yeah. It's all this, like, swill and stuff. So, seriously, somebody let me know. Yeah. Brew me a... Sa- like, our fans tell- in London. Yes, tell me. Facebook am- us and tell us how to make a proper cup of English what tea. What am I doing wrong? So then, for no apparent reason, a earthquake hits. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is California. Earthquakes happen. Yeah. But in Buffy... Earthquakes are usually a portent of doom. Portent of doom. Yes. And I was just wondering, did the master do that? I or, don't know. Because he seemed like pretty stoked about it. He's he's orgasming. <laughs> and then he has a fantastic line where he just looks at the annoying one. And he's like, what do you think? 8.5 or whatever. He's like, he's like yes. Yes. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> and all of this happens pre-credits. Mm-hmm. And this is what okay. So while Giles is drinking his proper cup of tea, he lets us know that the prophecy the prophecy reads that the master will rise and the slayer will die. Yeah. And Pretty wacky credits. things are happening because Buffy makes a point of saying three in one night. Giles would be so proud. Yeah. Like the, she's been kicking some serious like shits going down, and we just don't understand why. How mouse on overdrive? It's. Uh, a lot of evil activities happening. Yep. And um, so she comes back to the school, and what she's is it when she's washing her hands in the sink, and it turns to blood. Oh yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. So there's a lot of weird shit happening. Yeah. Going down. Well, no. So I think that happens later. But she comes to school the next day, and she's like, 
is everything safe for we should we even be in here it looks a little uh, everything up in there looks a little bad I don't, I don't know if we should be in here like why isn't the school closed like there's major structural damage yeah in this school and yet eh. Snyder doesn't care Giles looks like he hasn't slept in days <laughs> he's where he's like so disheveled poor and guy. upset poor guy <laughs> tell her what's going on it's like it's okay. Use your words, Giles. Sure. You're going to have to get this off your chest, yeah. buddy, because it's just you're just hurting yourself. You're but no, instead of what he he's working with the, with Angel mm-hmm. secretly, and it's just super annoying. And so they're still not telling her. He makes like a secret phone call, which we find out later it's calling Angel to come Angel's hang out afterwards. Right? What? What? How does Angel have a phone? How does Angel have a phone? How's he pay for? Where does he get money? <laughs> Where does he get money for his blood? I don't know. Later in the series, we I mean, find he just out squirreled that away a lot back from his evil days. Spike mugs people for money. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps out of the shadow and vamp faces people. They usually just throw money at him. That I get. That makes sense. Right. I would probably do the same thing if I were a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> but Angel, I don't understand what he does for money. I mean, later. Later, he we find he hasn't. He gets a job, right? Yeah, but. But at this point, as he's like working at like you know the midnight shift at like Starbucks or something or whatever, <laughs> he works at like one of those CD porn. Yes, he works. <laughs> theaters. He works at adult book bar, <laughs> an adult bookstore, manning the porn booth for a nickel <laughs> for five minutes. So the kids, this this episode. I actually remarked while watching, I'm like, how short is Buffy's skirt? Like, it's mid-thigh. Yeah, it's like a, a brisk, like a, a stiff wind. It's yeah. just going to bring that right up. Yeah. And, and it's just flashing everybody. And it's uh, going to be this, It's like a Christmas package. It's this teal, satin, it looks like wrapping paper. She has a lot of those dresses. She like those does. Little, satiny yeah. things. Yeah, it's popular in the 90s. Yeah, which I'm so happy, like, so when we... Gone. Yeah, when we move on to the other seasons, like, her her skirt length goes a little longer, mm-hmm. and she even takes to wearing more pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her wardrobe gets better. Willow's... Not so much. Not so much. So we get this awkward scene. Aka awkward. <laughs> Where Xander's like, I want to date you. <laughs> I want to go to the dance with you. And Buffy's just like, no. I don't think of you that way. Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. And so he doesn't take it well. And he no. starts to blame Angel and be like, oh, you just like, what a dick guys. move. It's like, wow. Wow, boy. We're just going to just flip the script like that and just like be just a real asshole and start. And he throws himself a pity party about Well, he the whole like thing. begs first. He's like, oh, I'll wait. When she's like, I just don't think of you like that. He's like, well, try. I'll wait. Yeah. Uh, and then he just goes look. total dick. Yeah. Not a good look, bro. No. And um, then he, you know, throws himself a pity party about it. He's like pouting. And then he's like, oh, and Willow comes to check on him. and Dick move number two. Right. And then he's like, oh, you know, she didn't like, she said no. Well, what did she say? Does it matter? Yeah, a little bit it, it does. It kind of does. It does. It does. Because it wasn't just like, oh, no, you're ugly. And she had reasons. She did. She had Valid reasons. reasons. Yes. And then he's like, oh. Well, you know, since she didn't want to go, you want to go with me? Thankfully? Yeah. 
Willow says no. Yeah. And gives him a stir, a, an absolute, the truth reason as mm-hmm. to why. Yeah. And still, I don't think he caught it. No, he didn't. Well, I didn't think. No, he yeah, didn't. Apparently, he did not, friend. But from everything she's shown us this season, I don't think that's how she actually would have reacted. Willow? Yeah. I think she ad- would have been like, okay, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure she would have actually done that. Truth. Like, she may have, like, thought it in the back of her mind, uh-huh. but she Because even at the bronze, when she was like, you could try practice on me some more. Yeah. Like, I don't think she would have had the strength to Mm-mm. say no and then no. give him a, a reason why. I was glad that she did. It yeah. just. It didn't seem realistic yeah. to the character. No. At this point. What does she, I love what she says, too. You think I want to go to the dance and watch you wish you were yeah. with her yeah. while you're with me? No. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Way to tell the truth, Willow. I know. Okay, Don. Don, what's up? So Jenny's back. Jenny! Jenny Callender is back, and she's coming to help Giles. She wants to help. She notices that some weird shit's been going down with some brother Luca online, and he's been, like, <laughs> chat rooms, posting weird, <laughs> you know, Things are going bad. And he mentions a passage in a book. And she's like, I dutifully looked it up. And then Giles is just like, he just quotes the whole passage. Yeah. How long did it take her to look this up? And he just knew it. (laughs) It's like, you know, that's uh, several hours I can't get back now. She's like, thanks. I guess I should have asked you first. (laughs) And it's a weird, weird prophecy, too. Like, the lion shall lay with the lamb and the fatling. What's a fatling, first of all? A baby lamb? I I don't don't know. (laughs) And so the, the I guess it ends with, and the anointed one will lead her. Yeah, to him. To the master. And she will not know him. That's saying a lot. Like, there's a lot of words. Like, don't use 12 words when four will do. Right. <laughs> so it's at this point, this is the first time since Never Kill a Boy on the First Date that there's even, that they even have an inkling that the anointed one is still alive. Right. Because they, they think they killed yeah, him. This whole time they thought they killed him. And that it wasn't an issue, and this is the first time they find out, well, maybe Maybe she we didn't. were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should have done a little more investigating on that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys. So, the B story is that Cordelia is setting up another dance. They have dances, like, every week. I think this one's supposed to be prom. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you have May Queen right before prom? I don't. It doesn't make any sense I to me. I don't get it. And why do they always have them at the bronze instead of the school? I know they have an auditorium. I know, yeah. Or a gymnasium. Yeah. So That's where we had all our dances. Yeah. Or in the cafeteria. Yeah. I don't think the bronze is any bigger. No. If anything, it was smaller. Yeah. More cramped. And I'm sure it costs a little bit money to rent. Mm-hmm. So she's getting her boy of the week to, like, set up all of the stereo equipment. She begs Willow for help. And Willow sees Xander pouting. Mm. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, because it comes back into play. She's going to help Cordelia the next morning right? set up all this equipment. And they come upon the most disgusting, like, it's bad. Yeah. It's a, I, I guess it's a teacher, a lounge A lounge of some, of some sort. sort, yeah. A student lounge. Like four. Yeah, four kids four, in there just massacred. Boys. Yeah, and there's just like blood and. Yeah. There's, like, cartoons playing on a TV, which just makes it even more creepy. And then there's a little kid's bloody hand yeah, print. Yeah, really gross. Ah, God. Really, really gross. And um, 
obviously Cordy and Willow lose their shit a little bit over it. Mm-hmm. Willow gets a, it kind of puts her in a bad space and she ends up rocking sitting yeah. in a fetal position basically on her bed in her bedroom. Yep. And we get, that's when we get cut to a beautiful scene between Joyce and Buffy. Because Buffy's no kind of moping. Oh, yeah. She's kind of mopey and, you know. And then Joyce is trying to figure out why. And then yeah. she thinks, oh, it's because the bo- the wrong boy asked yeah. you to prom. Nobody asked you to the prom. You know, and they're having this, you know, very, very heartfelt moment. And Buffy's just like, let's just go away. Yeah. Scene one, Apple, take one. Mom, let's go away. What? Anywhere, just for a while, all weekend. Honey. No, it'll be great. You and me, a mother-daughter thing. We can talk about all the embarrassing things you love to bring up. You know the gallery's open on weekends. Mom, please. Isn't the prom tomorrow night? Or spring fling, whatever they're calling it? I guess. Nobody asked you? Cool. Someone, but not the right someone. See, sometimes I actually do know what you're thinking. Well, then, uh, this probably isn't the best time for this, but... uh... I saw you eyeing it at the store, I figured. Well, we can't afford this. The way you've been eating, we can afford it. beautiful i think you should wear it to the dance no i i can't go to the dance says who is it written somewhere you should do what you want homecoming my freshman year of college i didn't have a date so i got dressed up and i went anyway was it awful it was awful for about an hour then what happened i met your father he didn't have a date either he did. And that's a much funnier story that you will not get to hear. Oh, but it was a beautiful night. You had your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. Must be nice. Because and we at see. This point, is this when. This is what. This, she already knows the prophecies. They she just of, found it out before in a couple scenes before that. Okay. She goes back to the school, and that's when she's watched, you know, weird shit's happening again. And mm. she walks into the library. And she sees tell, Angel. Yeah. She's she's going and to tell Giles about the blood in the sink. Okay. And like, why am I washing my hands with bloody water? Well, why is this happening? Oh, I better go tell Giles. And she walks in on him and Angel. And she gets all giddy because Angel's there. Angel, she's like, Angel. Hi. I'm going to die? <laughs> I don't know who. And this is probably one of my favorite. Oh my god, this is Buffy such scenes. a great scene. Yeah, like Sarah Michelle Gellar really pulled it off. Yeah. Scene one, Apple, take one. You even gonna tell me? I was hoping that I wouldn't have to. That there was some way around it. I've got a way around it. I quit. It's not that simple. I'm making it that simple. I quit. I resign. I, I'm fired. You can find someone else to stop the master from taking over. I'm not sure that anyone else can. All the, the signs indicate... Signs? Read me the signs! Tell me my fortune! You're so useful sitting here with all of your books! You're really a lot of help! I don't suppose I am. I know this is hard. What do you know about this? You're never gonna die. 
You think I want anything to happen to you, huh? Do you think I could stand it? We just gotta figure out a way. I already did. I quit, remember? Pay attention. But if, if the master rises... I don't care! I don't care. I'm 16 years old. I don't want to die. And she rips the cross off that he gave her and throws it on the floor. Mm-hmm. She's just done. Yep. She's over it. And, uh... So then so she has that moment that's with when, her mom. Yes, yeah, so she has the moment with her mom. After she's heard the prophecy of that she's going to die, she's, like, begging her mom to just let's leave town yeah. for the weekend. Can we please, can we just go? So without being able to really tell her mom, like, what's really going on, she's just hoping. And her mom's like, no promise this weekend. Don't you want to go? I have to to work on the weekends. The gallery's open on the weekends. You don't see the pain in your kid's eyes right now. Like, this is so so much more. Her tumor, her brain tumor. Because let's talk about what she tells her in this scene, too. So she's like, oh, so the right guy didn't ask you to prom. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, that happened, you know. Nobody asked me to go to prom. I went by myself. Right. And I met your dad. Was this a good story? Well, and she's, she makes a point. She's like, I didn't have a date, but I met your dad there. And Buffy's like, well, he didn't have a date either. And she's like, oh, no, he did. And that's a much funnier story that you will never hear. Okay, Joyce. <laughs> Let's do the math on this for a second. So Hank left his date for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you were surprised that he's a bad guy? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> so for some reason, Joyce decides to, she saw Buffy eyeing up a dress mm-hmm. at the mall, and she bought it for her. It's a very pretty dress. It's a gorgeous it dress. It almost looks like a wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> so Buffy puts it on. It actually reminds me of movie Buffy's dress, because she wears yeah. it with the black leather jacket. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, it was on today. I happened upon it on, on for. And she goes to see Willow. Who's still in the fetal position in her bedroom? Yes, because Joyce is like Willow, <laughs> Buffy, <Yeah>. Willow, <laughs> to the Batcave, <laughs> and she goes over to Buffy's house or to Willow's house, and Willow's just this really upsets her. Yeah, she says that it, she, what's made her upset is that you know they have now come into their world. Mm-hmm. No, but they've come there before. Y- yeah. But wasn't yours anymore? Like, I don't understand what made They've been doing it for months. Yeah, I don't know why this situation was so much different. Yeah. Is it just because... I'm pretty sure what happened to you in the series premiere was worse than... Yeah. Um, Let's... Hey, you remember your bestie, Jesse? He's dead. He was churned and then killed. Like, that that did nothing. your scale baffles me. That did nothing for her. (laughs) There wasn't even an announcement. But these four chodes... Get killed watching cartoons, <laughs> and it's the worst thing ever. This is a devastation. <clears throat> so this is, I guess, you know, this first season is all about Buffy's, you know, struggle of trying to stay mm-hmm. a normal, teenage, normal girl. teenage popular girl, and then, or going over to Slayer land. So do you think it's Willow's upset? Like Willow's level of grief? Or that pushes her back yeah. over there. It's like, oh, okay. Because she quit. was like, fuck this. I am done. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Willow cries, and she's like, yep. <laughs> I think so. I think that has I a lot do to it. do with it because it's, you know, uh, because they've they formed a friendship, uh, a, a nice, a good bond. And 
if she quits, then the world dies anyway, yeah. and her friends are done. So, Why at not? least this way, she goes out. At least she's protecting Willow and the people that she loves. So, really selfless, Buffy. Yeah, like that's super cool. Much better than than me. I don't think I could have made that same decision. Because, I mean, she made a great point. Like, yes, if you don't go down there, don't fight him. It won't happen. Which um, we find out, which is true to force. Like, yeah, if she had actually quit and just been like, nope, I'm not going to do it, everything would have been fine. Yep, it would have been fine. Fucking prophecy. It would have been fine. And there's uh, stupid... He can't leave. The master can't leave. But the annoying one, it's like, it's your time. Go ahead and go. What is your point? That's all you do is you walk out there and walk her back in? Yes. That's and then he And then he leaves, he leaves. when she's there. Like, yeah. I don't understand why he was needed. Why was he necessary? He could have gotten anybody. Just so because she's a child? It doesn't make any sense to me. There was a whole lot of hype. You could have got a teeny person. Yes, there's a whole lot of hype for this dude. He's like, oh my God, the the anointed one is coming. The anointed one. Shit's going to be live. It's going to be off the hook. The anointed one's coming. And what does he do? He comes outside. (laughs) He comes outside and goes right back. (laughs) Goes right back. Mm -hmm. And his big, well, she kind of blew his big moment too. (laughs) Like, I know who you are. (laughs) Just like, whoop. Yeah. Can you I just, just let me? I just want it. This is my time. I have been down there for months just waiting. And he smells weird. And he just talks all the Can time. You please, just, just let me do this. I had a speech. <laughs> and then, so we are back in the library. And Jenny, I love Jenny. She's like, I get the part about the master. The part I don't get is the part of Buffy being, she's so little. Right? <laughs> she's like, I don't get her being the Slayer. She's so little. And then in, mm-hmm. you know, Giles is just, he's like, that's it. I'm not going to let her do this. I'm going to face the master. He takes the resignation seriously. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, he felt so bad. Yeah. He felt, because she made a point. She was like, you're so helpful. With, With your all your books. books. Like, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Read me the signs. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she toss one at him? Yeah. She just starts throwing books at him. So I assume that all Watchers only get one Slayer. Yeah, yeah I think okay. so. Yeah, I guess because most of them, if they're good, then they'll last a really good long time. When they die, they get a new Slayer, new Watcher. Yeah. I guess also they're generally in a different place. And they usually stay dead. Yes. So Buffy is like, no, this is my destiny. I need to do this. I'm going to do this. And Giles is like, no, you're not. I'm doing it. And she knocks him out. (laughs) And she tells Jenny. Tell him something. Tell him something cool. Tell him I said it. And then she goes. Which I think is sweet. I think it's sweet, too. (laughs) And she goes. She goes to face her destiny. She gets down there. Master's all puffed up, like, yeah, girl, let's do this. (laughs) And she's like, well, fuck you, let's do this. And then he's like, (laughs) they fight a little bit, just a little bit. And, you know, remember, she has thrown off her cross. Yeah. So she doesn't have her cross necklace on down here. Yep. He grabs her by the throat. And he's like, funny thing about prophecies, (laughs) they don't tell you everything. Yep. The thing is, you're the one who frees me. (laughs) Yep. If you didn't come down here, none of this would happen. It's all your fault. (laughs) And then he just, like nips yeah he doesn't even drain her he like exactly sips it's like oh like so what was it actually the power 
What? I don't like, understand. You, what power, dude? You barely, and why barely is he, took a whiff. It, like, the anointed one is holding her hand. Like, he's walking her down. Like, let go. Yeah, like, I already, let's, I drop, know you're sh- let's drop the shenanigans. I know who you are. We don't have to play this <sighs> game. Why are you holding my hand? And then we get a really, really funny scene back at the the library where Giles is like got this ice bag on his chin <laughs> and Xander's freaking out. Mm. He's pissed. Yes. And he doesn't understand why no one's going after her. We don't even know where she's gone. And he's like, I do. And he goes off. He knows someone who will help him and he goes to Angel. Yes. And does Angel, I guess Angel just knows. Angel where just knows where he is. Yeah. He's known this whole time. Yeah. Because, remember, he was at the gate. He met her at the entrance that one time when she was looking for Luke in the first one. Right. He was there. He just chooses to stay away. Because he's had dealings with the Master, and he doesn't want any. The Master does not like Angel. No. And Angel knows his place, I guess. (laughs) um, I'm staying away. (laughs) It's like, you know, I pissed him off years ago. Mm -hmm. Years ago, he did not like me. So Xander shows up to Angel's apartment, because apparently he knows where he lives. And I don't know how he knows where he lives. He's in the yellow pages because he has a phone. Yeah. And he's like, you need to help me find her. She's gone to see the master. She's going to die. I need your help. And Angel's like, you love her. <laughs> and this Xander is, now, is just like, don't you? Now not the time for <laughs> Guys, this. <laughs> she's dying. Keep it in your pants. Yeah. Just let's worry about saving this girl's life. <laughs> and this is, a, this is a feud that goes on for a while yeah. between these two. I don't think it ever really gets right. Oh, it gets better, though. <laughs> it gets so much better. Angelus versus Xander is much better. Yes, it is. Angelus <laughs> is just better. Just better all around. Just better. Can't wait so to get there. They make it just as they hear the whip, the what it, I like to call it the whipple effect. The whipple effect? When the barrier comes down. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're like, he's gone up. Really, Angel? That's what that means? <laughs> Thanks. And they come across Buffy face down in some water. She has drowned, apparently. Because yeah. the master only took a sip. So you fight the master and you drown. You drown. <laughs> and Angel, thank you, Captain Obvious. I don't have breath. I can't. I don't know. I can't. I, I, she's dead. I, I, I guess she's dead. Why are you here? You know, Xander can breathe in while you do the chest compressions. Yeah. Like, I don't need you just... You're sit. not He's, useless. like, sitting on the sidelines. Yes. She's dead. She's dead. <laughs> My love is dead. This is the first time that Willow is not helpful at all. She's just in the library, like... Yeah, there's nothing for her to look up or research. No, and it's not until shit goes wrong. So the master is up. He's gone. Mm. He has risen risen and he's he's he standing doing? on top of the library yeah why the- looking down in the sun apparently there's a sunroof in the library because so why is that so fucking dark in there exactly <laughs> and he's like yes my pets yes the hell mouth is opening and yes. weird tentacles are coming through yeah and earlier jenny had asked giles well where's the hell mouth gonna open right under your goddamn feet <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's about to open <laughs> Shit's about to get real. <laughs> Willow's going to have nightmares about this tentally creature for the rest of her life. Poor Willow. Poor Willow. <laughs> and yet, who gets to have the boss moment in the episode? Cordelia. She drives her car yes. through the school. Through the school. 
So they're like, we need to go to the library. She's like, library, great. (laughs) And drives. (laughs) Willow's like, we usually walk there. (laughs) Not today. Not today. That's not what's happening. We will not be doing that. So everybody's converging on the everything. Demons, vampires, they're all coming to this library. Hell has literally broken loose. Why does the library door just swing the total wrong opposite direction? Okay, so they've had more than enough um, altercations. Mm-hmm. At, at, after some, a certain point, you, seem to, you should think, hey, these swinging doors yeah. on the library, not a good idea. No. Not helpful. No. Maybe we need to get something a little more sturdy mm-hmm. up in here, and mm-hmm. it just never happens. They have those fucking swinging doors yep. until the bitter end. Yep. <laughs> And they do their best to try and keep everything out. Cordelia bites someone. Yes, which I thought was awesome. Yes, that I was, love that. That's the Cordy burn. I love that. Cordy, just... bites a, Cordy bites a vampire. I absolutely love that's that. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, I forgot. There, I have a second burn, and it happened a little earlier when they were all talking about Buffy and the master in the library, and <laughs> it's Willow. Who looks at Miss Callender and she's like, why is she on the team? Yes. <laughs> and Jenny's just like, hey. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's been a very close, very close circle yeah. up until this point. Like, yeah. Very secret club. And Will's like, you know, the more people that know about this, the less special it's going to be. So Z- Xander does CPR. Mm-hmm. And he brings her back. Like Which Evan, Evanescence just brings her back, back to life. life. Yep. <laughs> and she gets, she rebounds quick. <clears throat> yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Like, Did he have magic breath? I guess so, because like there was no time. No. That, just boom, let's do it. Yeah. And she's, and she's, uh, what does she say? She's like, let's go. We know, I know where he is. And they're mm. like, how do you know? And she's just like, I know. Yeah. And they immediately go to the school. And we have that great scene where they play the theme song when she's walking. Yeah. I think it's the only time in this in the series at all that at they all. play the theme song within the episode. Yeah. Which thank God. Yeah, because it, it was because <laughs> you're testing it. You you really you're pushing it. Yeah, that's oh. you're really pushing it. <laughs> like he's like, oh, this got real cheesy yeah. real fast. Okay, but then they redeem it a little bit mm. and they get to the school and she tells Angel to put his game face on. Yes. <laughs> And it's like, oh, yeah, you need one of those in your group. <laughs> a good vampire is a check. We need one of those. But how's Xander going to help? Send him home. Yeah. Just yeah. send him home. He's just really going to kind of muck up the situation a little bit, mm-hmm. I don't think, unless he has a weapon. And I don't think, I don't recall him having a weapon of sorts. With no. Of sorts. So there's a fight. Yep. She comes across him on the roof. Mm-hmm. And he is just so shocked to see her. What the what? Yeah. <laughs> I killed you. And what's with his force grip power? Like his Jedi force grip. Like <laughs> no other vampire has this power. And she she looks very uncomfortable and she's yeah. staunchly looking at him like, let me go. Mm. I'm not going to fall for this. I don't understand that power. I don't get it either. It's dumb. It's a holdover from the movie that they never talk about again. And then she has what could be my third favorite burn when he grabs her and she's, you have fruit punch mouth. <laughs> he does have fruit punch mouth. He does. Or just like that really awful, like, 
dry mouth, mm. like windburn. He needs chapstick. Like, like the yeah, like the. Pussy. I think it's his fangs scrape his t- bottom lip. <laughs> it's just irritating uh-huh. all the time. It's raw. <laughs> so then you know he's like, "I'm gonna kill you, and you're gonna go to hell." And she's like, "You're so amped about hell. Go there. <laughs> Send you there, bitch." And she throws him over her shoulder through the skylight. Perfectly on a piece of wood that's sticking out some randomly somewhere in the library. Yeah. It happened like the demon like popped up out of the ground and a yeah. table got broken. And as soon as it got broken, you're like, up. Oh, I know what's going to happen there. Yeah. Foreshadowing. And that's where he goes. He gets yep. landed, lands right on there. Squarely on. Uh-huh. And um, dies and... But for some reason, unlike any other vampire in the show's history, he's got a skeleton. He has a skeleton. I don't understand why. I don't either. Why does the okay? I mean, we know why. For we'll talk about it next week. Right? (laughs) For purposes of the next episode. But seriously, never happens again. Why? Like not even the Uber vamps. No. Later. No. Later on. The Toracon. Uber vamps. So <laughs> there were six bodies dropped in this episode. <laughs> I hate the last like scene where they're all bullshitting. Oh yeah. Well, should we go to prom? Jeez. Oh my god, oh pretty. It's like, oh my god, yeah, let's go to prom. Yeah, sure you, sure you would. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going home. I'm going home to wash the sewer out of my hair <laughs> and to cry about the fact that I just died. <laughs> Got a lot of things I need to work through before I can go to a prom. The last thing I want to do is go to prom at the bronze. What's yeah, the but we did. We dropped six bodies. What's the moral of this story? I'm stealing it from Terminator 2. Okay. There's no fate but what we make for ourselves. Right. I like it. The future's not set. You just got to make your own fate. Like she it. was fated to die, and she didn't. Yeah. Sandra saved her. And also, if she had uh, not gone down there, she none of that would have happened. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to do it. So we do have a song of the week. Yeah, it's called "Inconsolable." It might be one of the saddest songs I've ever heard. Good lord, when do they play it? It plays during her realization that she's going to die. Oh, when she's looking through the photo album in her uh, right when she asks her mom to leave. Yeah, I think Jonathan Brook. I think is who hmm. does it. It's a really sad song. Sadness. We could have gone with Patsy Klein. <laughs> Xander. <laughs> Listening Did to I country music. Yeah. <laughs> the music of pain. <laughs> just thought that's all he was doing. And he wasn't like, you know, cleaning a shotgun or something. or <laughs> Getting ready to drink Drano. Because it's like, Xander, come on. Just. He's like laying in bed. Listening moping. to country music. And then. He just takes the phone off the hook. Yeah. Um, I'm There's important shit sure. going on. Yeah. First yeah. First and foremost. Secondly, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a private line, Mm-mm. given what his family status is like. So how dare you? Yeah. You don't. And Willow's trying to call him, too. That, that And he picks it up, hangs it up without saying anything, and yep. then takes it off the hook. Was this when she, was this after she found all the bodies, or was it before she was just calling to check on him? I don't remember. Because if it was after, fuck you, Xander. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to call you. I was scared, and you weren't there. I hate you. I think it was before. Let's l- I, let's cross our fingers. Yeah, because I, I'm pretty sure the only interaction we really like she 
hangs, she talks to Buffy. I think yeah. that's all. So that's it for season one. It's time. You want to get into uh, season one rankings? Yeah. Our episodes? Yeah. It looks like I think our, our lists are pretty similar here. All yeah, right. they are pretty similar. Number one, I have the pack. I put Prophecy Girl. Mm. It's my favorite episode of season one. Number two, I have Prophecy Girl. And I have the pack. <laughs> <laughs> it's my second favorite episode. Uh, three, I have Angel. As do I. All right. Uh, four, I have the puppet show. I went with Welcome to the Hellmouth. Okay. Um, the whole, the bit with the Sid being lost in the Red library. Rob. That's what Red gets Rob. me. <laughs> He's not real. <laughs> um, <laughs> number five, the witch. I went with the puppet show. Uh, number six, the harvest. And I went with the witch. <laughs> These are all very close. It is really close. Um, number seven, nightmares. I went with the harvest. Uh, number eight, Welcome to the Hellmouth. Uh, I had Nightmares. Number nine, Out of Mind, Out of Sight. This is where we actually, I think we're... Yeah, we're that's it. Number yep. nine, Out of Mind, Out of Sight. We both have yep. ten, uh, Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. Eleven is Teacher's Pet. And twelve is I, Robot, You, Jane. Yeah, that's so funny. Our, <laughs> our bottom four were in the exact same order. Yeah. Hilarious. I really do think I Robot Eugene is the worst episode of this season. It's absolutely. It's, it absolutely is. It is just, whew. It's so bad. I can't even. <laughs> it's like, I get the significance of it and blah, 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 but it's just not a good episode. No, it's just not. I never need to watch it again. Thank God. So what did you guys think of Prophecy Girl? Um, also, what about all of season one? If you want to give us your rankings, we'd happily accept them. We'll find out what you guys are into, what you like. You can send leave us a voice message at 412-385-7250 or record an MP3 file. Less than two minutes, please. And email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. We just might play it on the air. Yeah, and let us know. Do you uh, Are you comfortable with the fact that there's a big squiggly demon under the library at all times? Because I'm not. I don't think I would ever be able to move past that. Never. And when? how did we explain this destruction? I guess the to earthquake? To the school board? Yeah. <laughs> the earthquake? This is what we're going to go with? Uh, no. <laughs> I, Principal uh, Snyder? Snyder. I almost said Skinner. <laughs> this isn't Back to the Future. Uh, Snyder is very good at covering things up. Yeah, that's right. We I'm sure it was gang-related PCP. <laughs> <laughs> that's his go-to. <laughs> but yeah, let us know what you think. <clears throat> we can't wait to start season two. Yes, which is next week. Yep. We were starting it off with season two, no, episode one, when she was bad. <laughs> A.K.A. when she was a bitch. When she was a bitka. <laughs> Subscribe, follow, like us, please. Show us love at Back to Sunnydale on Twitter. Or you can follow me, Camila, at the underscore Regan Angel. Or me, Marcella, at msphere7338. And I did have a outro song, and I keep forgetting that I have these things here. And so I'm just going to play. This is in um, honor of this episode, Prophecy Girl. This is Prophecy by Remy Zero. Nice. <laughs> This is a train in the night And now it's time for you to go You know you're out of your life, boy You walk this world like you're a ghost